All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Insiders Edition. Today, we've got the full Prairies gang, and we're going to be chatting about something pretty special in the market. As things are warming up, we know that this is busy season. We want to chat with you guys here about the best practices that you should keep in mind. So if you are in the market looking to buy a home, it's such a hot market. And, and again, you have to be really, really strategic sometimes in a market like this to be able to get your home. So starting off here, um, you know, we're going to chat with Bob here, Bob out in Regina, like, what are you seeing? Like, what kind of best practices are you seeing on your end for um, this hot market? And what, what should our clients prepare for? It's more of a balanced market in Saskatchewan right now, but still uh, their big concern is inventory, right? So I have a lot of clients who are pre-approved, pre-position is what we call that wine. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, but still finding the right house it is a little bit of a struggle right now because of the low inventory and sometimes you know there are competing offers we don't see too too many of those situations uh, but again low inventory higher interest rates um, higher qualifying rates sometimes a client want to buy what they want to buy they can't qualify for it so all these factors um, are playing an important role in our market for sure, for sure. And like, I think, you know, moving across, across to Edmonton here. So Preet, like, what are you seeing in your market? Like, what are some of your best tips right now? Um, I would say, uh, I would recommend actually the clients basically should be uh, very much cautious when they are pressured to put an unconditional offer. Uh, this is not the right time to go with unconditional offers because it's, um, it, the market is, uh, especially in prairies, um, it's pretty much busy right now with the starter segment, the smaller houses and the starter segment. And sometimes I have seen in some pockets of the city and across Edmonton, uh, the realtors or, or the seller side is basically pressuring the clients that you have to go unconditional to win your offer or acceptance and then move further, especially uh, for these clients, the first-time homebuyer clients, the unconditional means that you are buying the property as is without getting the lender's approval or appraisal or insurance approval, all this stuff, like without even the lender has looked at your documentation. So this is a very risky move. I will advise, especially the first-time homebuyers against it and ask them or recommend them that they should be going with the conditional offer the biggest one is financing condition, and if they would like uh, the property inspection condition is um, is a recommended one again from us. But sometimes we see clients don't want to do inspection. That's just, that's fine. It, the onus is on the client. But then uh, the in, sorry, the financing condition is a must do until unless you are a savvy investor, you have been a seasoned uh, like let's say moving up the ladder, and you have been a seasoned home owner you have probably, let's say, the same equal amount of line of credit or cash available mm -hmm. as a backup, then yes, um, unconditional, I understand at a certain point, but if you are a first-time home buyer, just doing the bare minimum 5% down, I would not recommend it. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think like just kind of hopping back into Alberta with myself and Trevor, like I think Trevor, some of the creative things that we've seen is, you know, clients saying that, okay, I do want to put conditions on, I want to make my offer stand out. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll put a higher upfront initial deposit, right? But mm -hmm. again, with that, it's a great strategy, but it does still come with a few strings attached. I know down payment is a huge one, right, Trevor? Oh, 
that you know it it it's funny how we've been doing as brokers a great job with explaining income and income mm -hmm. is actually now the easy part in being able to to prove the income that they they can actually afford the mortgage and like you said Kim where one strategy is increasing the down payment to sort of make the seller say okay wow they're serious the the one catch to that is we have to make sure that the down payment is sound because lenders are a little bit nervous with AML. And of course, that's anti-money laundering. The one thing the banks fear is the word fraud. Banks take it seriously. It, it's not something that, oh, well, you know, whatever. No, this is one aspect that the lenders will not bend on. So when the clients want to purchase, we are going to be focusing on where's the down payment coming from? The answer of, oh, don't worry, we're going to have it is completely insufficient. We can't say, oh, okay, well, you'll have it, great. Well, where is it coming from? Do you already have it? And what I'm starting to see are clients are one, you know, one to two clients. One, they're going to be, well, we're all nice and organized. Everything is in one account. Okay, fantastic. Let's see that account for the last 90 days. But the trend seems to be there's a lot of money going into this one account. So it's super awesome that clients are being organized. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is the down payment. There is the total. But the lender is going to ask, well, how did they get to that total? And that's where we have to dissect it down, where if there's the money is flowing into the account, well, where did that come from? So it's 90 days from the date that they write the offer or the offer is accepted. And we have to trace it back 90 days. So if it's over the 90 days, three different deposits, all equal amounts, which is going to be the 5%, we then have to go into the accounts that the money came from and go 90 days back from that. Mm -hmm. So as great as it is that clients are organized, it sometimes takes a little bit more work, then questions sort of pop up. Well, if there was a big deposit in one account, where did that big deposit? And by big deposit, Anything over $2,000, we have to have an explanation for. If it's a transfer in, e-transfer in $2,000, we have to ask that question, where did it come from? And that's where we start to see a little bit minutia, where it's, oh, well, we sold our trailer. Okay, great. Do you have that bill of sale? It's a legitimate source, but do you have that bill of sale? Or, you know, um, I sold a collection of whatever. Well, great. We have to be able to explain everything. So when they are in that competitive situation, we can go to the lender with the offer that they've won by increasing the down payment, and we can explain it to the lender ahead of time. This is where the money came from. And we take them step by step because we've dissected it for the last 90 days and have answered the questions for the lender before the lender even knows they had it. That's yeah. the one the, the one thing I want to say is the yeah. down payment is absolutely crucial because it will halt everything and be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can add to that, actually. Uh, Trevor mentioned about $2,000. Recently on one of my deal, the lender even questioned $1,000 coming into the bank account multiple times. So yes. I had to give proof of that. The paper trail, as Trevor said, if the paper trail is there, like you sold a trailer or a car or anything else, then yes, fine. But if your cousin abroad or sitting in somewhere across Canada is sitting, sending you money, uh, smaller transactions, just to avoid that print track thing or anti-money laundering laws, 
the banks know this these tricks, right? So the banks are very much kind of, as Trevor already said that, like they're very much particular about down payment these days, right? So yeah, even even a smaller transaction could stop the deal, right? So they have to be very cautious with that. Yeah. Exactly. And your point with, you know, family, yes, that's a legitimate source of the down payment, but we need to get a gift letter with that. Mm -hmm. So we have to have time to be able to send it uh, overseas via email. It's a lot easier that way now, mm -hmm. but we, we still have to make everything legit. And it's it goes well beyond just having that 5% number into sure. the account. And I think that kind of goes back to what yeah. Bob was talking about, right? Like the key that we're, we really want to push is that when you're in a hot market, right, heading into the crazy spring market, you got to be prepared. And if you think that, you know, you can just write an offer without somebody checking your documents, um, again, like this down payment stuff, people just think that I have the funds. This is good enough. No, is it not? Like, but when we peel back the onion and let's say you have a condition date and now we're peeling back the layers and now we need to go ask for an extension, like chances are in a hot market, Market, like now you're not going to get that extension so mm -hmm. Bob like I think we kind of talked a little bit about the preposition and also what about timelines right like I feel like that's an important factor too absolutely Kim because in in this hot market it's really timeline is important right so even even otherwise we always recommend that the client should be prepared and they should have their pre-approval done at wine group we call it preposition so how it is different that absolutely you have to have a deep dive into income down payment, as Trevor mentioned, as we have been discussing, and also your credit, any other loans, anything of that sort. A lot of places, unfortunately, when they say pre-approval, they say, oh, yeah, you know, they'll just run the numbers. They'll say, OK, you know, everything looks good, Mr. Client, you know, your ratios would work, but they will not take a deep dive. Now, that's unfortunate, but the reason behind that is because all the mortgage brokers, they're busy, they're doing stuff, bankers, and they don't get paid for doing pre-approvals. Right. So sometimes they can do the pre-approval. The deal may not work. So they're putting in extra work. But this is our commitment to our clients, to our realtors, to our COIs that, yes, we when we are doing a pre-position at Wine Group, we take a deep dive. We are going to uh -huh. ask all those questions. We are going to ask our client why the income was lower last year or well, how about this pay stuff does not have the full ADRs. You just said that it's going to be ADRs or, you know, we're going to look at all the bank statements, make sure the down payment is there. So we are make make sure that our client is completely prepared before they go ahead and put an offer. It is extra work. It is that commitment, but that's doing the right thing for the client. And also that helps with the timeline in a hot market. You might not get two full weeks or anything of that sort for a COF. You might only get three days, five days. Right. So that's important that you're fully prepared that once your offer is accepted, that the turn we can get the turnaround done in the next two to three days or five days, depending on from you know exactly. deal to deal, client to client. Exactly. And, and the clients also have to answer those questions at some point. If there are questions on income or down payment or anything, you better answer those questions day one or day two rather than day 10 when when a 60 second, I know there was a major bank who was just doing a 60 second pre-approvals and we all know nobody yeah. can do a 60 second pre-approvals, right? And and that's the same thing I, I tell my clients and I would recommend that it's better that me looking at these documents or the underwriter looking at these documents upfront rather than 
basically delaying it and providing it later with a surprise, right? So mm -hmm. exactly. It's so hard to ask for an extension. And I think like the benefit too is like when you're working with a national professional that's doing this deep dive, like another thing that like our listeners can ask for is like a pre-approval letter, right? Like these are letters that we offer to our clients. And that's something that in a really hot market, that's something that can really make your deal stand out, right? So imagine this, you're buying a home, you give your pre-approval letter to your realtor, they tap it to the offer and and maybe you can even take it a step further by adding a cover letter like i've seen that right like because right now because it's so competitive you got to do something to make yourself stand out so if you can provide that cover letter with a nice family photo so they know you're an actual human being plus give an actual solid pre-approval number with actual factual numbers again like this is going to make your offer stand out that much more so that way you can win the deal right that's kind of what we're looking at yeah not doing it alone though Mm -hmm. That is one of the other the other aspects. Yes, someone can, you know, uh, the, the potential buyer can can create that story. This is why we want the place. This is why we love it. Mm -hmm. But don't do it alone. You have to get a realtor to represent you so that they 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 can get a, a sense or a feel of the seller on the other side. And that's where they work with the other realtor. They're going to know motivation for the selling. They're going to be able to advise. This is how we can get an edge if we're not going to uh, you know, do an unconditional offer. Well, what can we do to still protect you to solidify? One, we've got the financing in order. We all work with realtors. With doing the preposition, every single one of us on this video, we're experts. We know exactly what the lender is going to be asking, which is why we ask those questions up front. So mm -hmm. when it all comes together and they say, yeah, we're going to accept this offer, that's when we can go in lickety split. Timelines, as, Bob's, as Bob was mentioning, if we're dealing with shorter conditions, that's going to bring forth different lenders that are going to be able to service it. That's going to give the edge. Sometimes with those edges, the lenders know this, they're not as competitive on the rate. So we want to explain to the clients up front that we're only dating the rate for right now to get you the house that you're going to marry. Sorry, I just had to put that in. No, that's beautiful. No, that's that's beautifully said. And that's what we say: date the rate, marry the house. Right? Yeah, exactly. Date the rate, yep. marry the house. Yeah. yeah. Which comes into the preposition. That's the that is the important part of the preposition is having these discussions beforehand. All of these questions. So, once the offer is in and the excitement is, are we going to get? It? Is it going to be accepted? We don't want to sort of talk strategy and saying, well, what do you want to do? How long do you see yourself here? We want to have that conversation beforehand. So when that offer is written uh, and is accepted, we can pull the trigger and the client is fully confident on what is being submitted and it can be modified afterwards if they decide to change the term. That's not the problem because we've got the approval. That was the important part. 100%. I awesome. agree. Awesome, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our um, tips here. Again, like we're wishing, we know it's a crazy market out there. So best of luck to all of those looking for a home. We hope that this helps. As always, Preach, myself, Bob and Trevor, we're here to help you guys out. Part of Line Group here. Again, um, our contact information will be listed below. If you guys do have any other questions or concerns, always reach out to us. We're happy to help. Yeah, comment on the video too. If there's a question that that we didn't address, if 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 somebody saw something within here and like, oh, they they totally didn't go, leave a comment. 
Absolutely. How do we, one of us is going to get back welcome. to you and be like, so sorry, because yes. we get into the this certain segment and sometimes we forget. So yep. it's, it'd be great for the comments. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll catch you guys okay. soon. Thank, Thank you. you.